Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? It's a wrap on the 74th Annual Senior Bowl, live from Mobile. It's been a hell of a week. I've been doing way too much out here. Nelly was way too lit the other night. But outside of that, the Senior Bowl, the game itself, never the main story, but still a decent game. Jake Hayner, Fresno State QB, a guy I talked to at Media Day, Really showed out, showed consistency, had the highlight pass of the day, 44-yard bomb to Michael Wilson, California native, another guy I talked to at practice, uh, just really trying to carry on the Stanford legacy. Outside of that, the quarterbacks on the American team were not great. The Shepard QB, he was efficient, but he also took a couple sacks, threw a pick at the end of the game. Max Duggan... Heisman runner-up, not as advertised. A lot of guys um, actually didn't play for various reasons. Some of them just sat out due to injury concerns. The BYU quarterback, Hall, Jaron Hall, sat out. J.L. Skinner flew home. He had a emergency in his family. Dewan Jones didn't practice after the first day, nor did he play. So... Overall, though, good game. Some highlights include the Cincinnati linebacker, uh, Pace Jr. He got 10 tackles for the national team. Other standouts include Purdue tight end, Payne Durham. He had a couple big plays in practice. He made a big catch on the one from Malik Cunningham. Cunningham took his lumps again, made a couple nice runs, had that nice pass to the Purdue tight end, uh, did the old fumble ruski and scored on a one-yard TD, but he did leave the game with an injury on an interception. That was the American team's only touchdown. The dude who actually made the pick, um, Anthony Johnson out of Virginia, also had a decent week, big corner. Uh, some questions about his speed, but not on that 37-yard touchdown return. Dude actually changed his number to represent uh, one of his teammates who was slain in the Virginia shooting in November. So another good story. Um, Rodriguez Jr. out of Kentucky, the running back. Uh, he also lost his mother in January. He balled out, had like over 40 yards on the ground, um, had a big catch in the middle of the field, was also consistent all week. Evan Hill of Northwestern, uh, he also was the best running back on the field for the national team. 74 yards on 10 carries. Started off with a big 24-yard gash, like right off the get-go. Showed a lot of patience, some good cutbacks, different gears and acceleration. Ali Gay out of LSU, he got a good sack all week. He showed a lot of aggression on one-on-ones. You could hear his hands. You could hear him working that pass rush. Florida A&M edge Isaiah Land registered a sack. Um, he got a solid play against the run. Almost got a safety. Daniel Scott out of Cal. He's also from Los Angeles, I believe. Uh, Pasadena, somewhere in that area. But Scott was like one foot away from having a really sick interception in the end zone. Overall, versatile safety. Had a solid week. 
Sidney Brown of Illinois also made a couple plays at safety. He's another guy who made himself some money this week. I didn't watch as much of the safeties and corners, but he was a guy a lot of people were talking about throughout the week. Josh Wiles, another tight end who made himself some money this week. Kept finding ways to get open. Another guy for the American team, the uh, wide receiver Josh out of um, Southern Alabama, represented for the hometown. Had quite a few catches from the Shepard QB. Overall, Senior Bowl 2023, huge success, solid game. The parade was hella fun. Nelly was cool. It was great to be out here in Mobile. Everyone treated me well, made sure I was safe, told me where to go, ate plenty of great food, had lots of great beer. And yeah, man, just excited to be here, excited to wrap this up. Now, keep listening for all my different interviews throughout the week. You'll get some stuff from Media Day, some stuff from practices, and some of the post-game press conference stuff. But yeah, tap in with us. Touchdowns and Tangents. This is Touchdowns and Tangents OT. Live from the Senior Bowl, I am P.D. Camarillo, and I am fucking out. Peace. First up, I spoke to Michael Harris of Stanford, talked about the lineage of Stanford athletes, talked about working with TJ Hushmanzada out of California. And yeah, check it out. All right, man. So you're from Southern California, played in California. Yes, sir. What does it mean to be out here representing both Kelly? You know, you, I know you said you're training with TJ. Yeah. But also representing the Pac-12. Yeah. So I think multi-layer question. TJ's been believing me uh, for three years. He's been saying awesome. to everyone, you know, Mike. Mike is one of the best receivers in college football that nobody knows about. Um, so I kind of wanted to prove. I wanted to prove those those guys right that have poured a lot and invested a lot to me. And so this was kind of me just paying homage to them and giving back. Um, and then for the second part of the question, coming from Stanford, we've had a insane pedi- NFL pedigree in the last 10 to 15 years where we've had Hall of Fame players, elite players, guys that have been the best in their position. And so I just want to be the next Stanford great um, and kind of uh, compete at a high, high level, but also carry myself with honor, with dignity, um, and be articulate and, and, and just and just operate at an extremely high level. De- definitely hear that in, your, yeah. in how you talk. But, yeah, uh, Best best food spot in the valley, man. Uh, I'm a healthy eater, but uh, I gotta go. I gotta go in and out. I'm an in and out guy. Come on, man. Next up, we have Malik Cunningham, quarterback out of Louisville. A guy I talked to after the first day, or actually second day of practice. A guy Kenny talked to a lot last week in Pasadena. Check it out. Hey, man, so I was out at the NFL PA game last week covering you. Can you just talk a little bit about how that experience kind of prepped you to come out here in Mobile? Uh, Yeah, man, Um, a lot of competition out there. some of the similar uh, things that we ran uh, out there, we ran out here, just different verbiage. So um, it was good. It was good. Cali was good to me, and I'm um, just happy to be back in my home state. 
And today, obviously, you had some ups, you had some downs. You know, how are you look to build bounce back tomorrow? And, uh, yeah, and so first day um, is always going to be uh, a little wobbly, you know what I'm saying, just getting with the receivers, getting timing. But um, once when, when we did connect, that was good. But just uh, still some stuff we need, I need to work on, uh, which is just timing with the receivers. So tomorrow's going to be much better. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, guys, here's another guy that Kenny talked to a lot in Pasadena, who I also followed up with, a dude who absolutely balled in the second day of practice, um, Marte Mapu out of Sacramento State, big sky defensive player of the year. Here it is. All right, first off, how was practice today? Uh, it was all right. Uh, good first day to start, a bit of foundation on. But, uh, I mean, we have meetings tomorrow, so we're going to see what it really looks like. And obviously you were in Pasadena last week at the NFL PA Bowl. Can you talk a little bit about how that experience kind of prepped you to come out here at Mobile? Uh, that was probably my first time being between the tackles, uh, truly, and, uh, mm. like, between the guards and having a lot of playing time at that. So I was just – Prepared. I spent a lot of time with the DC and uh, my linebacker coach, uh, just learning the fits and stuff like that. I was already pretty well versed, but uh, getting out there and actually having a feel for it is a little bit different than understanding the scheme. And you're feeling more comfortable now? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, and obviously, you know, we're a long way from Hawthorne, so how do you feel being out here in Mobile and, you know, representing the 310? Uh, job's not done yet, so I'm not really thinking about anything else but uh, continuing to dominate day after day. Here's another guy I was way too excited to catch up with. Didn't actually end up playing in the game because he had a situation with his family. But prayers and condolences to him. Here's JL Skinner of BSU. Obviously, I'm biased. Peace. You're a long way from San Diego, a long way from Kelly. How does it feel to be here in Mobile representing, you know, one of the greatest football states. It's been honestly great to be here. You know, I don't really care about the distance that much. You know, when it's time to work, you got to go wherever you got to go. So I'm honestly just glad to be here. It is a long way from Cali, though, so you're yeah. already right about that. But yeah, I'm I had to take honestly, that little-ass plane. Yeah, a little plane coming here. So I'm great. I'm actually blessed to be here, and it's been a, been a fun journey so far. And obviously you were at Boise for a few years. You know, Andy Avalos, legend there, comes back. What did, what did you get from that experience, having someone who's – both, you know, played at a high level and has also coached at a high level. Coach, you uh, coach Ad was treat, he treated us like a brother, like a brotherhood. He was a part of the brotherhood while also being our coach. So that was the type of thing that I felt was best for me. And that was the best like thing about our relationship is that he understood the brotherhood and he was in it. So he knows exactly what it means. So playing for a guy like that just makes you want to represent the brotherhood even more and represent that school and everything that they built. And obviously, you know, a lot of people know you for your big hits your versatility, but maybe what's something that you want scouts to see as they go back and look at your film besides that? I say my speed. My speed can sometimes be deceiving, especially I've had a couple plays where I can show off my speed a little bit, so I just want to be able to, you know, I'll run the combine and just show it then. We're not going to speak on it, but okay. my speed's a little higher than okay. people may assume. So. Okay, yeah, so. I love that, man. All right, well, thank you so much.
keeping it moving to the other side of the ball, a dude who made himself a lot of money, moved up people's boards, Steve Avila, interior offensive lineman out of TCU, really was consistent throughout the week in one-on-ones. Here he is after the first day of practice. All right, Steve, so how do you feel like you did today in practice? Uh, I think I did fairly well. Um, there's a lot of good competition here, uh, you know, so you're not going to win all the reps, but um, thought I did. I played pretty well. Yeah, from what I could see, you look like one of the more consistent interior linemen. You know, obviously it's a deep position on your mm-hmm. team. The interior defensive line is also deep. Yeah. How do you plan to kind of separate yourself the next couple uh, of days? I, was, I want to show my versatility. That was my goal, you know, coming in here. Um, you know, I got a, a rep at center and one-on-ones, looking to get more. Um, I think I'm going to start getting implemented more at center uh, in the next couple of days. So, And how do you approach that? Is, do, do you have to shift your mind? Uh, not really. Positions? I mean, these two positions are very com- comfortable for me. I played one for two years, uh, excelled at that, and I played left guard for one, and I did very well at that too. So uh, it's kind of night and day for me. And then, you know, as a whole, the offensive line kind of took their lumps, you know, one-on-ones. But mm-hmm. You guys turned it on in team. Can you talk a little bit about, like, that kind of synergy and how they yeah. came together? Um, well, I feel like as an offensive lineman, you always, you're always going to have ups and downs. And it's awesome to see that we all have that same mindset. Uh, you know, shit's not going to go right all the time. And I feel like that's the mindset that we had. Um, you know, we didn't take the losses hard. Uh, we didn't take the wins uh, hard either. You know, you got to keep a level head playing offensive line. So that's how we took our uh, approach today. And speaking of those ups and downs, you know, obviously your season didn't end as you would have mm-hmm. liked. How can you take that adversity and use that to propel you to the next mm-hmm. level? Well, losing always sucks. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as a player, you always want to do what you can to not let it happen again. Yeah. Um, you know, I had some uh, critiques for myself during that game that I'm I, um, looking to fix and I'm working on still. So, yeah. All right, man. Best of luck. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we have Dewan Jones, literally one of the biggest prospects in this draft. Literally, probably one of the highest drafted players that will come from this senior bowl. He only practiced one day, but I caught up with him after the last day of practice. Just wanted to ask him a quick quick, few questions since the media was all drooling all over him and asking him the same repeated questions about who he models his game after, etc., etc. Check it out. Dewan Jones, Ohio State. been in the experience of meeting teams? What teams have you met up with so far up to this point? Uh, you know, we met up with most 16. Uh, you know, I'm breaking down with, with the rest of the 16. So uh, we all met with all of them. I feel like, so I would say just total. All 32. Were the Bucks one of those teams that you met up with so far at this point? Like the Buccaneers? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Thanks, man. One more. What, what's the best thing you've ate so far out here in Mobile? Best thing they served was probably the gumbo they had. You know, um, I didn't try it until we got down to the sugar bowl a lot. My two, well, COVID, so COVID year, 
they tried, I tried it then. I just said I probably I had to stick around and get it for sure this time. <laughs> being down a little down somewhere area. And what's what's your usual go-to pregame meal or post-game celebration meal? What you like to break bread on? Uh, I'm a big soul food guy, so okay. wherever my grandma brings over from uh, Indianapolis, I, I, I tear it up. Whether it's cabbage and uh, mashed potatoes and fried corn. You gotta roll yeah. All right, thank you. This next player really caught my eye for his consistent motor way he moved for a man his size, Gerald Clark out of Coastal Carolina, a nose tackle that I think should be on a lot of people's boards in the later rounds. Check it out. All right, Gerard, so you play one of the toughest positions, nose tackle, constantly double teamed, got to be the strongest, got to carry weight. And now they want you to be able to push the pocket, rush the passer. So how do you keep your mind, your body right, playing one of the grilliest positions? Um, just studying the guys who, who play the position the best. You know, my favorite guys to watch are Vita Vea, Dominic Sheen, you know, Kenny Clark from Green Bay Packers, just watching those guys play, just watching how they dominate. And then just watching all the highlights, watching our technique, watching on reps how they lose, and then trying to watch uh, how they win, and just trying to like study that and try to implement it into my into my game. And all the guys you talked about are really versatile. Yes, sir. So, what kind of situation do you want to get yourself into? Really be kind of the same way, versatile, be more than just, you know, a zero technique, you know, slide out to maybe two eye shade, but, you know, also just be dominant, be as dominant as them, you know, earn, earn my respect. And as, you know, scouts and coaches go back through the tape now, the rest of the process, what do you hope that they'll take away? That they see that I'm more than just, you know, a run stopper. They see that I can push the pocket and get back to the, you know, the quarterback. And you move really well, too. Thank you. All right, man. Well, good luck. We're rooting for you. Thank you. Next up, we have DJ Johnson out of Oregon, a guy who caught my eye for his seriousness and size on the edge. Here he is talking about playing at different programs, playing different positions, etc., etc. But yeah, DJ, so you played a couple of programs, mm. you know, you transferred to Oregon, you played a little bit of offense. Mm. How has all that changed kind of prepared you for this environment in Mobile and also mm. the NFL? I mean, it's adapting, growing, um, learning a lot of stuff, sometimes learn things fast, sometimes learn multiple things at the same time. So I feel like when you're well-rounded, it's going to be a beneficial for you in the future. And obviously, you know, Oregon didn't have the kind of season you guys are used mm. to. How do you take that kind of experience mm. and build on it? Well, it's, you know, you learn from your mistakes. Uh, we look at every bad game, every good game, you know, got to take it to the doctor. And from there, you just got to grow as a, as a change the culture and make it better. So that when the new guys come in, the older guys got to, you know, set that tone. And even I go back there sometimes just to, you know, watch how it's going, just so they can see that there's a passion at this program from the alumni. 
And obviously, I just met you, but talking to you, you seem like a real serious dude. I watched you, I watched you on yeah. the sideline. You were locked in the whole time. You were yeah. talking to your teammates, your coaches. Yeah. Is that really how you approach the yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I love football, man. I love learning everything. I'm absorbing everything. I'm having a great time out here. Awesome. And, and last question would just be, at the next level, like, where do you feel like you would be most successful and most comfortable? I mean, honestly, uh, like, I'm an edge setter. I like to set edges, like the rest of the passer. Um, that's where I feel the most comfortable. But with the hand down or hand, yeah. hand up? Hand both? down, hand up. Uh, hand down, obviously, primarily. Uh, I'm going to get my best for success, but I have the capability of rushing in it, too. Anything else you want to say about this process or the draft in general? I love it, man. I'm enjoying it. All right, man. Yeah. Well, best of luck. Looking for, looking, looking, rooting for you. Appreciate it. Yep. Here's another big offensive tackle who made himself some money in Mobile. Darnell Wright, tackle out of Tennessee, really showcased his footwork throughout the passing drills and one-on-ones. He took his lumps, but overall looked like a solid tackle. Here he is talking about his quick feet. I think you really showcased quick feet today. What do you kind of credit for that? Um, I just think, I think I pride myself on trying to be a, a little bit of a finesse guy. I mean, at, at my position, that's kind of uh, kind of something that you have to have. Uh, a lot of people say I bring power a lot. I mean, I think I do as well, but yeah. I try to pride myself on having finesse as well. But is there any sort of like, training that you do to like really focus in on that? Or like? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you do, you train, you do. Um, Jump ropes. I mean, there's there's a thousand things to get your feet quicker. I mean, I'm not. I mean, well, probably one of the most things I do is just hoop, play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. People probably think that's kind of silly, but no, for someone your size, yeah, yeah that's, that's the best thing to do because you jump in, move yeah, in, yeah, quick, yeah. twitching. But um, otherwise, what else are you trying to prove the rest of this week? Yeah, I'm just trying to uh, steadily increase um, in the classroom, uh, not in the classroom, but in the uh, meeting room. Steadily increase uh, everything I'm learning. Try to apply it out here. Um, I, I know there's things I can do. I can do perfectly, but getting out of my comfort zone and trying to apply some of the things that I've learned and get them, get them, get those things better. I think that's going to be big for me. Awesome. How's it going, man? Appreciate Room for you. Another volunteer player who made himself some money, Byron Young, edge out of Tennessee. Not to be confused with the other Byron Young who was on his team as well out of Alabama, the three technique, another guy I talked to at media day. But Young out of Tennessee uh, really looked consistent off the edge, one-on-ones. Seems like a versatile guy. Check out real quick interview after practice on the third day. All right, Ron. 4-3, 3-4, hand down, standing up. Do you care? It don't matter. It don't matter. And obviously, you know, there's a big tackle class here. You guys are going at it all day long. You know, how are you trying to stand out this week? Um, you know, just, you know, going against the best, you know, um, in college football, just, just trying to do my assignment, you know. Uh, 
make my pass rush more, you know, I said efficient, you know, um, work on my technique every day. But, yeah, just trying to do my assignment and, you know, get better. And honestly, and obviously the balls, you know, started off hot, season cooled down a little bit. But overall, like, what do you take away from your final season there and how do you look to build on that? Um, I just take the next level. I just take away, you know, uh, everything we did in the offseason and going through it and saying what we was going to do, and we did it, you know, winning 11 games. So just keeping that mentality everywhere I go, just saying, you know, saying a goal and sticking to it. All right. Anything else you want to say about this experience in Mobile or the draft process overall? Uh, man, just this, this experience, man, you know, it's a dream come true. You know, I always wanted to be at the scene, bowl and just something that came true. So I'm very blessed for this, you know, opportunity. Awesome, man. Well, rooting for you. Wishing you luck. Keep it up. All right. Thank Peace. you. Next up, Isaiah Foskey, edge out of Notre Dame, a guy I caught up with after the first day of practice. Talk to me a little bit about his faith, about how even though he's not Catholic and has played at two different Catholic schools, he's enjoyed having a connection to a spirit and being higher than himself. You know, he thinks that's really what has helped him propel himself to this high of a level. Here's Foskey at Meteor Day. Probably like the most block punts in Notre Dame history, and 
I don't know if it was college this year, but we have like a lot of block funds. I think like eight or seven block funds. It's just always, it's up to the coaches and it's just like determination for the players trying to use the block fund. That's like the whole mentality of the punk, uh, punk block team. Um, as a so what what is the difference between going from Coach Kelly as opposed to Coach Freeman's uh, coaching philosophy for the uh, last season? Uh, I just feel like personality was like the biggest difference that Coach Kelly has seen him as more of a generic type of head coach, like a CEO of the team, and Coach Freeman's more hands-on, more personal type of coach, and going around like the players in the lunchroom and in the player lounge, he's always around the players. That's, that's like the biggest difference I didn't notice a lot of people notice in Notre Dame. Hey, Isaiah, I'm just curious, what do you think about your game will translate best to the NFL? Uh, part of my game that would translate best to the NFL is just getting to the quarterback no matter, like, any type of way. That's what I'm good at. That's what a lot of people see on film is just getting to the quarterback. That's what a lot of edge rushers, you know, think about That's what they always working on. But Patrick's specialists and I feel like I just do a great job to have natural talent to get to the quarterback. Hey Isaiah, over here. Um, I was just wondering, how did it feel to break Justin Tuck's sack record, and what did that mean to your career as a member of the fight conference? Yeah, that was that was a crazy experience, just because my first time playing in the snow against Boston College, uh, senior night, and. There's like a lot of hype and emotion already towards that game. That snow game was really fun though. Like, I remember that, it was really fun. A lot of cool pictures too. <laughs> but yeah, just breaking that sack record, just because I have a good relationship with Justin Tuck now, since I met him at the beginning of last year, that we just built on a relationship. It's just something different that you can break someone's record that you actually know he met. He was on the phone with and met in person. So it's a little bit different, but it was an exciting moment. Hey Isaiah, so, you know, just to kind of talk about something you mentioned earlier, coming out of college now into the NFL, how do you feel like your college coaching staff and really that whole experience at the collegiate level has prepared you into taking that next step going to the NFL? I feel like it prepared me a lot since our DC was Coach Golden. He came from the Bengals out of the Super Bowl and it went straight to Notre Dame. So he brought like that NFL type mindset right when he stepped into Notre Dame to be our DC. Pretty much set that mindset for the whole defensive staff, for the whole D-line, linebackers, and back seven. So that was like a good trans transition into like the NFL, where my mind's already coming into the season, trying to like have the best season so I can have the best uh, shot to go to the NFL, which is definitely the highest. Hey Isaiah, thanks for your time. Uh, so what is your overall approach as you're going to be able to meet with all 32 teams and their reps here at the Senior Bowl, as well as throughout this entire draft process? Uh, my approach is meeting with every team just to be myself. They know everything. I have nothing to hide just to be myself, be genuine, and just talk to them, have them to get to know me. But my approach, like, throughout this whole senior bowl, just to show the versatility I can have on pass rush, and I can be able to stop the run, and I can drop some in the coverage. Um, probably do some, like, little runners, some linebacker stuff, or go to curl flat, drop in the flats. I'm just looking to make a versatile defensive end that they can have on our team. Here's another clip from media day before the week of practices really got rolling. Max Duggan, quarterback out of TCU, Heisman runner-up, talked about his experience coming to Mobile. 
didn't have a great practice or great game, but might still be worth taking a chance on in the later rounds. Here's Duggan. Max, since what the athletic um, 
quick question about Darius Davis. What stands out to you about him that we don't know? And what do you think he was the next level in the price situation? Yeah, I mean, well, D, he's such a talented kid. We know what he is as a you know specialist punt returner, kick returner, returner, and you know how he can change the game in, in one play. But you know, I, I think he's pretty underrated in the aspect of a receiver. You know, I don't think a lot of people give him enough credit for what he's done as a receiver, whether it's the way he runs routes, you know, you know, the way that um, he can manipulate guys with, with leverage, his hands. Um, he bailed me out a lot this year. He made a lot of big time plays as a receiver for us, and I think. Yeah, he's got a, a special future as a specialist and as a receiver. Max over here, right here. Uh, how do you look back on the on the, the championship game and obviously a, you know a, a tough one for you and the team? But you know, being that it was your last game in college, what were you able to take away from it? Did you go back and watch it? Just sort of explain how you how you dealt with the, the disappointment a little bit. Yeah, you know, we have a, a great season and, you know, obviously it did not end the way we wanted to, unfortunately, you know, uh, how the national championship game went and, you know, we got our, our butts kicked, but, you know, there, there's a lot to learn from it, you know, obviously we're not going to let that game dictate, you know, how we see ourselves and, and how this program's going to go and, you know, take away from our season, but there, there's a lot to learn from it of, of who we are, how to prepare for games, you know, being big spotlights, being big games and um, how to handle something that, you know, was a failure in our eyes and how to you know, get up from it. Hey Max, uh, it seems your mental fortitude and toughness has kind of been at the forefront of your season this year at Showcase. What's another part of your game you're excited to showcase NFL teams this week as we go through this process? Yeah, I think just being able to you know, show all around um, football knowledge and you know, obviously Senior Bowl, NFL, um, it's a little bit different than college. You know, you're going to huddle for uh, what a lot of teams don't really do. Um, going to have to, you know, kind of some lengthy play calls, you know, lead a group of men, things of that sort. Just kind of run a whole operation, which is a little bit different than, you know, college, college style of play. And I think I'm excited to, to be a part of that, learn it, develop that, and, and get into that. And uh, it's going to be exciting. Hey, Max, tell us a little bit about your relationship with Johnson, both on and off the field, and what NFL teams are going to be getting out of him as a player as well as a person if they join the franchise. Yeah, well, Q, uh, he, he's such a stud. You know, he, he you know is tremendous for us, and you know, one of, one of our best players. And you know what he's able to do vertically, and you know, run by guys, whether it's you know vertical routes, posts, go up and you know catch deep balls, big balls, um, just just go and, and do so much. And obviously. Um, what he's been able to do underneath, whether it's, you know, slants, under routes, curls, hooks, he's so agile for being 6'4", and, you know, can, you know, I think he led the, the Big 12 and, like, missed tackles as, as a receiver, but, I mean, what he, what he does off the field is, you know, being a hard worker, um, never complains, one of our, our leaders, and just a, a guy you don't have to worry about any issues off the field, which, you know, makes his job and, and my job easy, so he, he's, he's going to be a good one. How's it going, Max? Number KT here, CFB Nation. So in your rally system, you ran a lot of 10 personnel, two by two sets. How do you feel like you're going to adjust to the NFL? Yeah, you know, I think, well, yeah, I mean, you see in the NFL, they're still running 10 personnel. I know obviously you're going to get into 11 and 12 and, you know, some bigger sets, but um, I, I think it's a learning curve. I, I still think there's a lot of concepts and, and terminology that, you know, are, are moving from college to the NFL. You see a lot of um, similarities. Obviously, there's some differences, and. Um, variations of formation or, or you know terminology of, of how you know some teams or coaches might call something but there's still similarities in, in both aspects and um, I'm, I'm excited to kind of you know jump into it and learn a lot about it.
Hi, Mr. Duggan, uh, Jeffrey Calhoun, KCRU. Um, obviously, Sunny Dykes coming in and having a great season with you guys. How do you think him coming in and taking over uh, helped you and helped the team to push you both uh, to have a great season and uh, for the future with uh, your career in the NFL? Yeah, yeah, with Coach Rex coming in, um, I think just the, the biggest thing he put into us as a program was confidence, you know, letting us be ourselves, not, um, you know, not play tight, play loose, believe in ourselves, you know, continue to fight, compete, and, and I think that really showed this year of some of the deficits that we came back from, and I, um, you know, Coach Dykes is putting the program in, in the right direction, he's doing well, he's developing guys, and I think, you know, our program's, you know, headed in the right way. Thank you, officer. Thank you, guys. All right, guys, so we're finally to the end of our coverage of Mobile Senior Bowl. Our last clip is the press conference, which took forever to find. But you got three defensive players, two from the American team, one from the national team, just breaking down their overall experience in Mobile. Hell of a time overall this week in Mobile. Really enjoyed myself. And hopefully you enjoy listening to all this great coverage. Thanks. Peace. Just, just, I guess each one of you just talk uh, about uh, the day and about the week and the whole experience.
breaking record this year. What does it mean to you to be around not only uh, players um, from Power Five schools that have been getting, I guess, that more scouting and all that? What does it mean to also be around, I guess, and more more so, I guess, other coaches and getting that opportunity to really start building, um, I guess, your way to uh, the pros? You know, a lot of guys in my position would look at it and be shell shocked, but, you know, like you said earlier, guys going for just one dream that they've dreamt about when they're like four years old. So you know, we're just excited to get out here and get to know these guys this week. Uh, um, okay. This is for all of you guys. I just want you to talk about the coach and everything this week and, and what was it like trying to make an adjustment to that week. Uh, I started with, I had Coach Doyle as my friend. <laughs> that's my bad. That's my bad. Because uh, bowling with my coach you know, from Texas, you know, he's kind of a younger guy, so it was good, you know, getting there, getting a good feel for him. But you know, even being a younger guy, he has so much knowledge for the game. You know, just learning from him, just little details about you know, certain offenses, what you want to get. Even though we didn't run that run much in the game, you know, just get to pick his brain all week. Now, all right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to ask, uh, like, obviously being a Mobile guy, I know, you know, I've talked to you before over the phone uh, about, you know, what it means to you to you know, be here and you know, representing your hometown. Uh, how does that feel now, just being able to, you know, be in the past? How did that feel compared to what you were expecting going in? And, you know, like, what are your thoughts about being able to represent Mobile here at such a big stage? You know, I always bring back to the city. You know, that's homegrown. You know, I love this place. You know, seeing my family, friends, you know, family members I haven't seen in years up there. You know, just seeing them out there to support me, even though they knew I was going to play today. Like, just seeing their faces is really just, you know, just part of my day. You know, I was kind of down about what I had to play. You know, you can't look down. You know, God has his plans. And you got to go through with your It's a question. More for the defensive guys. Uh, is it good to pick one running back uh, from this week that you know was the toughest to play against? Who would you like to? Yeah, I feel with uh, my former teammate from the Western Federal Ball. He's pitching back, but you see us at home. He's hitting that hole. He's a very, very tough. You got Evan Hall and you got Chase Brown, so yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I appreciate it.
Thank you.